G'day listeners, it's your host Matt here and I'd like to welcome you all to another episode with The Revel Brewing Show. We had the pleasure of having Peter Smokey Wielden and Luke Ronalds from Currumbin Valley Brewing up recently for our most recent collaboration brew day. The Oat Cream IPA will be available in the next few weeks, so we thought we'd give you a little insight into creating this beer, as well as a little bit of the rather unique backstory about the boys from Currumbin. This will be a two-part series, so we hope you like this one and that you stay tuned for the next episode. Bit of Dutch courage. Everyone have a beer. Yeah. After eight beers each. We'll be well oiled. Welcome back everyone to a special episode this week of A Beer with the Brewers. We've got the lads from Corumban Valley come up the highway straight from the bush. <laughs> to brew our latest collab. So uh, today we're making an oat cream IPA, following up from our um, Danktown uh, sort of more traditional West Coast IPA that we brewed a little while back now. I think probably six months ago. Um, we've been waiting to do this beer for a little bit, but obviously with everything happening, um, we've had to wait till now. So the first opportunity for the boys to come up and make this beer, which we're pretty excited about. So we got Smokey. And Lukey, the boys from Corumban. So, Smokey, why don't you uh, tell us a little bit about the Oak Cream IPA? Well, um, the number one goal of this beer is is to get a massive queue along Oxford Street into the Revel Brewery. Um, but outside of that, it's a juicy, hazy IPA. And, um, yeah, we, we understand that these beers have a lot of pull at the moment. And, um, yeah, this is ultimately about... Making the best hoppy beer we can, and we're going to load this up. Right. Absolutely. <laughs> it's going to be a cracker. There's a lot of science behind these beers, and I've been enjoying getting into it. And um, yeah, I know maybe we'll pull it off, so I'm, I'm really stoked. It's going to be fun. Cool. So, um, for those playing at home, Oat Cream IPA is sort of the, I guess, next phase of a NEPA or hazy IPA. Is it another term for it, or what? Well, I think so. But, um, <laughs> even bigger than, even bigger, juicier, uh, frothier. Pillowy, all those nice sort of terms they use to describe these yeah. beers. So yeah. we'll probably have a bit of fun when we write the tasting notes. Um, well, of course, we're taking it serious. It's also lots of good fun getting together with your mates, creating the collab beers. Um, it's good, yeah. I'm enjoying watching Maddie do the brew this time, man. Yeah. <laughs> Thankfully, I did most of the cleaning and stuff yesterday, so it's just yeah. rolling relatively smoothly. I'm, I'm here to help you dig out the mash. Yeah, that's there. right. <laughs> Put me to work. Yeah. But um, this one should be dropping in about three weeks' time, so keep tuned into the socials to see when the uh, the oat cream IPA will be available. What hops are we using, buddy? Oh, what are we using? What did we chucked in? We chucked in some first word hop. Yeah, so uh, Smokey brought delicious. up a bit of cheeky cascade. A bit of cascade. And grown uh, in, his, in his garden. Bang <laughs> 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 for that cascade. And a, <laughs> and a bit of cashmere, thanks to uh, Sandy Ross at Hot Co. So, yeah, Sandy sorted us Shout out. out to the wars. But, yeah, that's it. Props to the wars. And, um, and yeah, so that's, and also the yeast. So, we're, we've got a hazy coming out too, um, the end of this week. Hopefully, we'll be packing it. And um, so, yeah, we pulled some yeast from our, our um, fermenter as well, using this beer. So, Matt's propped it up. So, that's sort of what happened with the, the last beer as well. Matt, Matt brought the yeast down and he brought down some uh, Nelson Sullivan and yeah, Strata, I think. Yeah, Strata. Yeah. yeah, so that's good. I think Strata's going to make a return this time around. Yeah, I think right? so. Like a bit of Strata. I know so, you do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, what else are we getting? A bit of Simcoe? 
a little bit of Simcoe, uh, Strata, Cashmere, Cascade. Mm, those eight, maybe? Maybe. We'll see how we go. We don't mm. want to go, yeah, fourth with a good number of hops. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Super homebrew. It's all good, mate. But uh, as part of the collab, we um we went down the coast last week, as Smokey said, pulled some yeast from his brewery, um, and we, we're growing that up at the moment, ready to brew on. Um, and we also chucked in a bit of volcanic water yes, straight from the spring that Crumbin Valley addition. used. To... Yeah, so I always bring down some volcanic spring water for my beers. It's a yeah necessary adjustment. So it's a <laughs> pretty uh, cool little addition. We've also chucked in some uh, some oat milk. <laughs> so uh, that's part of the part of the craze, I think. So yeah, so when we boil it down, it becomes oat cream. Yeah, something like that. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Cheers, boys. Yeah, cheers, mate. Cheers. All right, well, while we've got the boys here, we might as well um, fire a few questions at them, find out a bit about Currumbin Valley, the story behind it. Um, so, boys, I guess, tell us how Currumbin Valley come to be. What was the uh, the inspiration? Um, how did you guys meet? All that sort of thing. How did you go about setting up the brewery? All the fun stuff. Yeah, me and Smokey, we met at um, the homebrew club down on the Gold Coast. It's called the Gold Club. <laughs> we, just, we just had a passion for really hoppy beers, I think. Back then, we were just really into the double IPAs. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's what we yeah. sort of loved. It's brought us together. And, then <laughs> and now hops. you probably know more for your sale beers. Yeah, yeah. That's funny, isn't so, it? That's so, what happens when uh, when you win a competition yeah. that everyone knows about. Otherwise, we'll yeah, we, yeah. yeah, it's all good though. It saved our company. Let's not let joke around. <laughs> but yeah, no. Well, you know, like. Um, I think the farm part of it's a big part of yep. it too, but um, but at the end of the day, like like Luke said, I'd been working selling beer on the Gold Coast, and I, I saw a big hole for this beer that Luke and I loved, and we, we couldn't buy it fresh, which is how it was supposed to be. Had a yep. double IPA, and so we were on. Both of us had had plenty of beer from the states. Luke was going over; he's got family there, and um, so he was getting to try fresh double IPAs in the states and. And um, I just had a love with the ones that I was getting great imports. And um, I saw there was a gap. I mean, at that point, you know, there, there wasn't any Bolto. There wasn't any Black Ops Super on it. You know, these beers weren't, didn't, weren't around. So we were very fortunate. We, we actually um, gypsy brewed that beer at um, Black Ops yep. early on. And yep. um, I still think that was the best batch we've done. But it's my, my, my mission now to make it better. Yeah, it's called Lookout. Lookout, so yeah. That, that was our first beer. Yep. And um, that one... Really, you know, it's eight percent, so it really friggin' it was a, it was a bit a bit risky starting with a beer like that, but everyone loved it, and I can remember having like I think it was just ridiculous, like launched at Leicester and Earl on the Gold Coast. Um, it was October 2016, and yeah. um, it was twenty dollar pints, and they drank like five percent beers. Yeah, that's, that's that magic of double IPA if you get it right. Yeah, and um, it was pretty loose, <coughs> but we had a great time. And um, yeah, so that was, an awesome, awesome that night, was where it began, right? wasn't it? Yeah, it was, it, for what I remember of it, it was a great night. Yeah. But, but, um, but it all sold well, and it, and that was what we needed was that sort of, you know, when when you're a gypsy outfit like we were, it's about um, testing our recipes and stuff, and um, probably should let Luke talk about the risk side of it a bit more and how he's negotiated that because he's done a great job. But um, at the end of the day, um, that was a good starting point, and it gave us the confidence to keep going. So, um, started off as gypsy brewers, as a lot of brewers did back in the day, mm-hmm. um, and then that's sort of gone well, taking you to the point to build your own brewery up in Currumbin Valley. So, uh, for anyone at home, Currumbin Valley 
Brewing Company is actually at Smokey's House, mm. um, yeah. right up the top of the valley. Beautiful spot, looks out over the valley. But yeah. um, to get uh, stainless steel and any sort of brewing equipment up quite a straight driveway is yeah. a bit of a challenge. It is. Anything, um, yeah, so anything up that driveway yeah. is a challenge, yeah. So to think how we're going to get a brewery up the hill to start with and then into a space that most um, blokes would be proud to have a shed that size, but it yeah. really is probably the size of your average your average shed you'd have at your house. Yeah, so it was a spring water facility, <laughs> yeah. right? Yeah. So there's a, there's a spring there and, and that used to be a bottling plant um, for, for like office spring water supplies. Yeah. And... Um, and so the access and all that for turning trucks around, it's two six by 12 minute sheds joined together. Yep. And uh, yeah, so it's pretty much like, in terms of in- infrastructure, a lot of it was there already, but it did require front of cranes and forklifts and, and a lot of um, engineering from Luke's part, really, like to make sure that it all it all ran well. And there's some cool solutions in there as well. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So having been to the brewery, I've seen the setup. It's pretty cool. I've managed to whack together the boys. So... Lucky, why don't you tell us a bit about where you found the setup, I guess, um, how you sort of pieced it all together. Yeah, we um, basically sort of, we bought sort of all of the cold side cellar from over in China. So, so that's the fermenters, for yeah, anyone that's yeah, uh, all of the fermenters brewing jargon, and, yeah, yeah, cold quite, side, yeah. All of that. And then <coughs> the main side, like the hot um, brewery side, with the kettle, HLT, also our cold liquor, is all upcycled from old dairy vats. So me and Pete, we had a big day mission to go pick up these dairy vats. It's all part of the story, isn't it? Other side of Esk, is it? What was it? It was uh, Mergen, was the yeah. name of the place. And yeah, so that's um, somewhere out in the bush. I take it. It's seventy k's <laughs> west of Kingaroy from memory. It's yeah. like it's a bit of a food bowl area. It's, it was pretty yeah, special. Yeah, yeah. So out on the farm. Dairy it was farm. hot though. We went out in like January. Yeah, and uh, it was a warm. It was a yeah, I won't swear, but it was a hot day, and um, and I remember once we got because we had trailers, we, we hired U-Haul trailers to put all the vats on, and like the van's <laughs> air conditioning gave up because it couldn't handle the aircon and the load <laughs> yeah, on yeah. the back. So um, yeah, that was a hot mission back. I can remember. And Lukey's um, mum's yeah, I, I, took, parents, I took my parents Ute, Ute up there with them, so we, they they helped on the day and. Um, the, so it's one of the hoses like split on the way out. Yeah, so <laughs> on the so way out. Fortunate, fortunate enough, we pulled into the. Um, I think it was the Mitsubishi um, dealership, yeah. and they actually had the spare part. That they're like, we don't have any mechanics yeah. to help fit it. So me and my dad were yeah. know, trying to fit this hose to yeah. get the. And we bought zip ties and all sorts of stuff. Eh? Yeah, was, yeah, yeah. It was so, that was pretty much. That's how things are done. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of like eight wide brewery yeah. in, in New Zealand. This. There's a, there's, we just get stuff done regardless of how it has to happen. So for yeah. me, that's a great example of two people with a passion that um, just worked really hard to put a brewery together. Yeah, but, cheers to that, mate. Um, and for me, that is what authentic craft beer is. Um, a couple of blokes, put everything on the line, build a brewery at your house, yeah. and end up banging out some awesome beers. So. Yeah, well, that's another step. Like, So the, the this is how Lukey's planned it. I'm only really reiterating what he's told me, and it's it's very good in, in terms of like there's not a lot of risk in the gypsy brewing um which we did at multiple places four hearts ballistic yep um and also at lost palms and obviously black ops first yep. and then um and then yeah so when we opened the brew at my place again there's 
like there's there's a financial risk there, but it's not as bad as like having the overheads of a rental property and stuff. Plus, there's a nice story behind it, which I think fit in with our brand quite yeah, well. Yeah, absolutely. So um, that the risk was like mitigated somewhat there, but now if um if we take the next step, it's like it's full. Yeah, everything. On the line. <laughs> absolutely. G'day, listeners. It's your host Matt here again, and I just want to say a quick thank you for listening to this episode. We'd love to hear your feedback, so please feel free to reach out to us on our Facebook page at Revel Brewing Co. Balimba or send us a DM on Instagram. Our handle is at Revel Brewing Co., all one word. Again, if you like what you're hearing, remember to subscribe on your podcast player to stay in the loop. If you're from the local Brisbane area, we'd love to see you in the brewery sometime in Oxford Street, Balimba. Until next time, remember, good people drink good beer.